fantasy fam. I cannot believe the season is almost over. How do you got like, I, I, I just, I can't. It's crazy. It's scary. It's sad. It's I have sad. no, I have no words. That... Well, if you were a Jets fan or on my fantasy team this year, my season ended a long time ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Dagger. Well, I'm a giant, so yeah. How much? How, how, how well are we doing? By the way, we're both three and eight, I think. Um, I'm a Cowboys who fan. Who needs and... to pick more than who needs to pick more though? The higher pick. <laughs> who needs the higher pick more? The freaking the Giants probably because Jets have more cap space. They need a quarter. But... They need a quarterback, but I don't like anyone yeah. in the draft next year. I don't think there's going to be anybody in the draft. Just a few guys. They're they're talking about. I mean, the kid from. Kid from Oregon, maybe the kid from Duke. No, Oregon, Oregon. He's, he's going back. Yeah, Justin Herbert's going brother's back. Going, right? so. Or Haskins, I keep talking about, but I prefer not to talk about him ever in my life. So. Yeah, I'm not even going to give him the time. We're just yeah. gonna we're just gonna dive right into it. Um, in fantasy fam fashion, we will uh, start the episode off obviously with some injuries and some news. Uh, I don't think I've seen this many injuries. That, I mean, this this late in the season no. that are this big. Yeah, um, some some really game changers for your fantasy team. Oh, if you were on the the fringe of making the playoffs and you lost one or two of these guys, you're done. So brutal. actually, being suspended, I lied. being suspended for throwing punches count as being injured for a go. week. Yes, That's... technically it is, but he can't put him on the IR. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> oh, it hurts your roster they, even more. They should really. I'm going to throw this out there. You know, if anybody from CBS or ESPN or Yahoo is listening to this, um, you should make a suspension. <laughs> uh, bench spot. Uh, <laughs> hey, us I fantasy owners, we're not the ones that should be punished. Yeah, the player's getting punished he's already. He's getting punished. It's not he's our fault pu- that no, he's a douche. He's not getting punished. He's getting a consequence <laughs> for his actions. There's yeah, a difference. If I punch somebody at work, I'm fired. I'm not getting another job. He just yeah. has to sit out for a game. Yeah, give us $700,000 and go home for a week. <laughs> oh, God. Sure. Fine. I'll do it. <laughs> Thanks, Lenny. Thanks, uh, Lenny. Thanks, Lenny. Um, first one, big one, obviously, uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, he is done. He's definitely out for this week, and they're saying that he's going to be out probably next week. And there is also a chance that he is done for the rest of the regular season. Uh, how do you how, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, I don't I, I don't think he's done for the rest of the season. It's Melvin Gordon. I mean, that was crunch time, right? You have to win every game right now. It's must it's must win time. Fantasy playoffs are coming up. I think there's usually one or two more weeks left, and then obviously it's playoff time. So if he's hurt right now, he's out for two or three weeks. He, I mean, you've been relying on him. He's been a 20-point scorer almost every week. So Eckler's obviously not going to be available. He's, he, he's what CBS League's 85% owned, ESPN 60% or more or something. So yeah. it's going to be tough to find somebody else, I think, unless, I mean, you listen to this entire episode, which will get us a download, and we'll tell you at the end who to pick up. Yeah, I mean, I love Austin Eckler. I mean, for you, for you, uh, Melvin Gordon owners, I'm I'm quite sorry as I was one of them. Um, but the thing is, is that these injuries happen, unfortunately. And um, Melvin Gordon has been so solid for you this year. So if you did draft him, um, you know, you you probably your team's probably doing pretty well. Um, so it happens. You probably I'm hoping you have someone to to fill in that gap. But um, Austin Eckler is a big. I'm a big fan of his. He right now is a uh, running back two, actually, in most fantasy formats. Twenty three right now. Yeah, I he's, in he's the running back. Yeah, <laughs> he's the running back twenty three. Um, as a backup running back, he is the running back twenty three. So that's pretty incredible. Um, so at this point, he is a really high end running back two. He's somewhere for me this week in that uh, like twelve to fifteen range. So yeah, agreed. I like it. Uh, another one that is, you know, it's the guy's starting to come around, um, getting a lot more action. Had a monster game, uh, the last one. Uh, Traquan Smith, he's been limited all week. 
Um, the downside of that is that they are playing the Cowboys this Thursday. So, the but the plus to that is that if he doesn't play, you know what I mean. You just literally you could sub somebody else in, so you you know he's not. You don't have to wait till Sunday. Um, what? Yeah. I, I mean, just a, it's obviously it's a monitor thing. Make sure you're paying attention, so that come game time Thursday, you could either you know keep him in your lineup or take him out. Why did they play make the Cowboys and the Saints play back to back Thursday night games? I don't. Uh, my guess is now they have like a that. week. I don't. I, I don't know. That one I don't get at all. Like, you why would you make them play back to back Thursday game? But anyway, um, I mean, <laughs> if, that's, you're, listen, if you're listening, Roger Goodell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone do something about this. Granted, I do want to watch this game, so I'm actually kind of interested. But yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan. Trey Clinton has come on strong the past you know month or so, so this one really hurts. Um, but if you want to replace him, you're looking at Austin Carr. Uh, Austin Carr had a touchdown catch this past week. He's looked like a pretty solid option. Uh, another one, um, season ending. Uh, a couple of these guys are season ending that we're about to mention. Uh, Jack Doyle oh. done. That kind of sucks because he actually had a pretty good week this week. Uh, not much more to say that. Uh, you should be starting Eric Ebron. I don't want to hear it from anyone. <laughs> Start Eric Ebron. Going yeah, Do- I mean, Doyle missed so many games too, though. He didn't. He wasn't even around for like half the season. So exactly. I, I picked him up on waiver a couple weeks ago during the bye. You know, looking forward to it. But hey, what are you gonna What are you gonna do? Moving on, exactly. It's... Eric Eric Ebron is so interesting to me um, because he has he has eleven touchdowns so far this year on forty four wow. catches. Okay. Amazing. You know, the best part of that, he has 11 touchdown catches in his previous four seasons combined. Wow. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Detroit. You didn't know how to no, use him. No, yeah. It's, <laughs> this is completely on Matthew Stafford, I think. This yes. really exploits how good Matthew Stafford, how, how good we think Matthew Stafford is. Mm-hmm. Because if, I'm sorry, but if Andrew Luck can step in there and in his first year working with Eric Ebron have 11 touchdown catches and over 500 yards already, then, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's how good he was. He was a top 10 pick for a reason. They're throwing him the ball more. I mean, he's turned it around also, though, because I think no expectations. They were they were very high in, in Detroit, and he had a case of the dropsies, a little bit of the Winnie Pooh club, club hands going on there. Drops. But he's, some clearly, clearly he's figured it out this year in uh, Indianapolis. He even has a rushing touchdown, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And almost a <laughs> passing, too. Yeah. If Andrew Luck had dove a little bit further. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was an awesome play, by the way. I hope I was really hoping he caught that. Um, <laughs> another uh, season-ending injury is um, our favorite redhead. Well, I guess second favorite redhead besides you, you know, cousin. Yeah, second, I guess. Second. second um, he, I don't know. He's in like the top ten since there's what's not many. Name, what's his nickname again? The Red Ranger the or something red, like that. The Red Rocket. Uh, no, it's definitely not the Red no, Rocket. It's definitely not the Red Rocket. <laughs> red, red Rifle. It's red the Red Rifle. Red rifle. Uh, Andy Dalton, uh, done for the year. Um, Jeff Driscoll. Actually looked pretty decent, and they they could have either tied or won. Like I think won that game if it wasn't for a holding call right at the end of the game. Yeah, and he has he has uh, in that in this previous game against Cleveland, he um, won passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown, and no, they didn't come close. They lost by fifteen. <laughs> but they would. Have, I'm saying they could have done at least a little bit more damage yeah, at the end of the game. Closer. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but he did have one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown. He looked okay. I mean, his his completion percentage was just under sixty percent. He doesn't. So, mind, he doesn't mind running. Yeah, he's. It wasn't the worst uh, case scenario. But if you are a Tyler Boyd owner, you know the thing is AJ Green will be potentially coming back. We're not really sure uh, the ramifications of his injury. But if you're an owner of either of those two, you're kind of just. 
not that Andy Dalton was great so far this year, but still. Well, Tyler Boyd's it, still got some targets. Boyd's been good. Yeah, Boyd, Boyd's been fantastic this year. Um, so this is a big loss for him. I mean, AJ and him have a rapport. They've played together for years. I mean, Driscoll, I mean, I don't want to say that he's like a poor man's Josh Allen. I feel like he's kind of been like riding his own coattails of hype even since like college where he never really like lived up to his potential. Yeah. And then now AJ McCarron's obviously not there, except for a play Derek Carr this past week in, in uh, Oakland, which was pretty funny, I thought. Um, Would have got another opportunity now if they held on to him. Took backup money to leave. I mean, obviously, I, I digress, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking it could be another situation like a Nick Mullen situation where like he came in, he did okay. Maybe he, maybe he plays okay until anyone has footage on him. And then, I mean, then I'm not sure how, how good he's really going to be. So AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, Azumo. I mean, I'm a little concerned, honestly, right now. Even mixing owners, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stack the box. I'm gonna put eight in. I'm gonna apply a lot of pressure, and I'm gonna key on mixing the entire time if I'm, a, if I'm a defense. And they're playing, yeah, this, and they're playing yeah. Denver. This is a lot. Like, well, Denver's defense is pretty average, but um, uh, not lately. You've been saying that, but they've actually they beat Pittsburgh. They beat the Chargers. There, well, yeah. As long as they're rushing the passer, you have Nick Chubb on one end and Von Miller on the other. It looks wonderful. Bradley Chubb. Um, so yeah, I mean Bradley Chubb. Sorry, not Nick Chubb. Uh, Bradley Chubb funny. on one end. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Guy. So you have yeah you have Doma on the you know each end of each other yeah it's great it's, I'm not going to deny that but um, Driscoll you're right it's kind of like Mullins where they don't really have a better case scenario I mean they don't have anyone else they kind of know the offense so thing is you're go- you're still we'll going to start AJ Green if he plays you're going to start Tyler Boyd I don't know <laughs> who do you have that's the thing unless you drafted very well and have some backups I see am I I have I have to start Boyd and I have to start probably AJ Green. Yeah, there's a difference between having to start them and wanting to start them. Exactly. You know, like maybe, Uzoma, chances are you probably will because yeah. tight ends are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Even if yeah, you get you nine cool. points, that's still better than probably half of the guys that you would have started. Yeah, tight, you know? ends, so, tight ends and running backs. Tight ends and running backs usually benefit from the, the a new quarterback, uh, from like a backup quarterback playing because they want to check down, they want to throw the you know the shorter passes. So they're going to throw to the flat. So I just I think that Mixon will be okay if he gets you know four plus receptions in a game. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, another season-ending injury: uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, done. Uh, he did not play last week. Um, Kenny Galladay obviously is going to keep getting peppered. Love it, love uh, it. As he was even when Jones was still out there. But obviously Galladay, I mean you're you're going to start him. Chances are unless you have. Some other options. Actually, there's one that we're going to talk about a little bit in this episode. Um, but Galladay, uh, do you like anyone else on that team? I mean, is there anyone else even like worth even taking a look at? Theo Riddick. Yeah. Yes. Theo well, Theo Riddick running back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's, as a as a playmaker on the Lions, I think uh, Theo Riddick is is going to get his target share. Uh, he doesn't run the ball much, but he does get a decent amount of passes. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't rule him out completely. He is a flex option at this point. What about what about Bruce Ellington? The guy's gotten 16 targets the past two yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I no I yards. saw that. No yards. <laughs> yeah, he had like didn't he have like six or seven catches for like the past like thirty yards? The past two yeah. weeks, he's had six catches in both games, fifty-two and then twenty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> so PPR eight points for that, and then eleven. Eh. I mean, they're playing they're playing the Rams, so I mean they're gonna, they're going to have to throw the ball. <laughs> yeah, there are possibilities of that as well. I mean, because the the Rams the Rams will be up early, but the Rams secondary is also kind of spotty as we've seen. Akib Talib could be back this week as well, which does not help the Lions either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Teddy Galladay right now is the number 17 wide receiver in fantasy. PPR. Yeah. And Matt bad. Stafford is just outside the top 20. Yeah. <laughs> which is, Matt which is terrible. I got, terrible this year. Yeah. I got to give it to Matthew Barry. At all, man. He's not even throwing down the field. It's a weird offense, man. They took a step back. Jim Bob, yeah. John Bob, Cooter. Yeah, he, he really goes against my theory about that that quarterback that I always can trust each year that I can draft late and do wonders for me. He really went against it this year for me. He is the quarterback in PPR. You're right. Yeah, he has been awful this year. So they've been bad as an offense in general. So, I mean, he has limited weapons, though, at this point because Marvin Jones Jr.'s went missing time. Carry and they traded on got team. hurt, too. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I, I, I get it, but yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, another season-ending injury, uh, Jeff Hureman. Hureman. We're going to figure out his name by one, by one, one of these um, times. We haven't been corrected yet by anyone, so we're just going to keep calling him that, you know, whatever. Uh, broken ribs. Um, I don't think there's a backup on the team even worth looking at at all. Uh, he was actually doing very well, though. Big butt. Uh, Jake Butt's yeah. done. I think he's done for the rest. Yeah, for the year too, right? He's out for the year. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's promoted. Tamarik Hemingway. Who was promoted today from the practice squad? Yes, tight end. Tamarik Hemingway. Nice. Right after he just wrote his novella. He's never played. So solid end. That kind of stinks for everybody that was streaming tight ends for him. Look elsewhere. It's just unfortunate for the Broncos who have been starting to surge a little bit. Um, now, oh, no, Matt, Matt, Lacoste, Matt Lacoste is going to be the, the the tight end in Denver. Ooh, who tests that the, guy, the guy that he owns those allegate, the, that alligator shirt company? He did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he you. did have a, a touchdown in this past week. So who who knows how that's going to go out. But, um, hey, it's, it's, worth, it's worth noting, if you need some deeper tight end options, he is out there. I don't know what he's capable of at this point, but he did have a, t- a touchdown. So, right. Eight, 18-man league, two-tight end league. There you go. Uh, don't, yeah. Don't. Hey, you can add on. Yeah. If you're in an 18-man, two-tight end league, then God bless you. Hey, that sounds rather, like an awful league. I, I, I'm looking at the waiver. I'm looking at the waiver of tight ends, and you still have Gerald Everett still out there. Even Ricky Seals-Jones, Nick Vanette, rather have all of those options over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so we mentioned AJ Green, obviously we don't know, uh, still, you know, lingering. He's been out for what, the past two weeks, uh, but obviously it's, um, they're saying he's obviously leaning towards playing this week. If he does, I, I would still start him. You know, we already talked about that. Uh, Evan Ingram, uh, another tight end who's, you know, been battling injuries this year, hasn't really been top tight end as he probably could be. Um, he may not play this week. They are playing the Bears. You know, isn't that special? Isn't that isn't special? That special? Um, so, I'm a sports guy. Sports guy. So if he doesn't, if he doesn't play, obviously look for someone else. But I mean, how do you feel, brother? Since you're the Giants fan. I mean, I actually had him in one of my lineups this week, and you didn't find out until the game started that he was actually not going to play because he got hurt in warmups. So I'm not sure I'm going to put him in my lineup moving forward until. It, yeah. Um, I don't know, until the season's over, honestly. I mean, that was devastating. He got me a big fat goose egg because he got hurt during warm-ups. What are you doing? It's all right. It's like How starting Ricky Seals-Jones or Ben Watson. They'll, <laughs> they'll give you a goose egg, too. Yeah, and, uh, and they even play. 
Those are my favorite goose eggs. Is when I know they're playing and I still uh, see the zero. I'd rather not. I'd rather forget to start somebody who's injured. I mean, sit somebody who's injured. Honestly, uh, I'd rather start a guy in a bye. <laughs> I, I got lucky on that too. I got lucky on that too. Uh, so. Deshaun Jackson um, got a little banged up the other day. Um, hurt his thumb in the game. Uh, definitely something to monitor and or watch. Uh, if he does not go, uh, the, he's getting a second opinion, I believe. On his hand. So if he doesn't go, I think Chris Godwin, maybe even Adam Humphreys actually takes a step up. Because Humphreys, uh, I mean, where was he in the beginning of the game and then at the end of the game? Okay, touchdown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hump Daddy was uh, was really struggling for me at first. And all of a sudden, I mean, I was I was literally giving up on him until he got that touchdown late in the game. And I was just, I went through the roof. I was so excited. So he is that type of player, though. Him, he really is. Honestly, him and Godwin are both those types of players where mm-hmm. garbage, they are garbage time touchdown guys. And garbage yeah. time. That's what they are, and I love it. I love garbage 17 time. 17 points in the game, man. That's love good it. for your flex or wide receiver three right there. I will take will that all day. Three. There you go. <laughs> all day. Love it. Um, Kenyon Drake. So. This guy again, seriously, here, that's cut you off. But. Here's an... <laughs> the second half of the year last year, great season. Everyone, I, I was pretty high on him when the season started, right? <laughs> And by the time I dropped him three weeks later, nobody picked him up. And then, what, the last four or five games, he's averaged like 20 points in fantasy? What are you doing? I hate him. It's Adam Gaze. It's awful. It's incredibly awful. Um, It's gassy. So last – he is pretty gassy. (laughs) Uh, Last week, he was apparently no contact during the week. Um, I believe it's his shoulder. Um, But clearly that obviously had zero effect. Actually, it did have an effect on his game because he had a pretty good game. He had like 23 points in PPR. Uh, Thank you. I started him. Boop, boop, boop. Yep, you did. Um, Yep, that's that's because I had to. Uh, Were you guys playing each other? Yes, I crushed you. And guess who lost again? Crushed you. Well, I'm starting 5-2, and and right now I'm 6-6. Awesome. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'd prefer not to talk about my record. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's duty. Yeah, must be nice. I'm seven and right. five. Started out zero and three, so I'm I'm not too upset. All you gotta do is make the playoffs. That's it. That's it. Make the I playoffs. I wish the playoffs started two weeks no. ago. I'd be in great shape. Yeah. <laughs> then you would have been in. Unfortunately, I would have been the four. I would have been the three seed or the four seed. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> longer, longer season. So, uh, so Kenyon Drake, he's gonna be no contact again this week. Um, he should be fine. They are playing. Uh, who are they playing this week? I believe they're playing the Bills. Um, divisional game. It Underrated is in, defense. It is in Miami, so it's not going to be freezing. And I think the last game of the season for them is in Buffalo, so you won't even have to worry about that. I want to be cold. But Kenyon Drake, <laughs> um, I think I think he's definitely a running back too. Just ba- I, I've, I think people are saying, oh, he's boomer bust because of Frank Gore. I I don't know. They're they're starting to maybe realize like, wow, okay, this he's probably our best athlete on the freaking field. Uh, let's give him the ball. They're not a good yeah. team, but. I like I like that Tannehill's back. They're using him more. <laughs> yeah, I I like Kenyon Drake going forward. Um, I hate him as a player, but the thing <laughs> is, and as a human, but uh, I do like him going forward. I think he is definitely someone you're going to start each and every week going forward. Uh, but I just I can't even. He he reminds me a lot of like Kareem Hunt last year, where it was like those first few games oh. he did great, and then the entire middle of the season he was just useless. And then all of a sudden, the end of the year, there he was again, there top you know, top five every week. Uh, whatever. Well, I'm, I can't even. I, let's move on. Next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitchell Trubisky 
um, may not play again this week. Um, Chase Daniel, who looked pretty good last week against the Lions. I believe he got like 22 points. This, uh, I want to say it kind of takes a step back for everyone still. If, if Trubisky can't go, um, it's obviously a monitor. They're playing the Giants, who apparently the past, I believe, what is it, the past four or five weeks have actually held quarterbacks to less than like 20 or something ridiculous amount of points. Like they're, they may not be winning every game, but they're stopping the opposing quarterbacks in fantasy. Yeah, the Giants are definitely <laughs> not winning. So no, we're not scoring enough points to win, but our defense has been actually been respectable. So I'll say. Right. It's yeah. been de- exactly. So. Overall, not at the end of games, but if, if you look at the whole game, you know. So Trubisky, for all you Trubisky owners, it's definitely, hopefully you have a, you know, another option out there. Um, Which you probably do. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I think Chase um, Daniel this past week was a, was a top 15 top quarterback. Top 22, so. yeah, he put up 22 points. There's a couple. Yeah. Uh, not bad. You, you, could do, you could do worse. You could have started Matt Stafford and lost, and if you put in Chase Daniel, you would have won. I, saw, I can think I of a lot Matt of other quarterbacks. Uh, I saw Matt Stafford get like seven points in one league. <laughs> I could think of a lot of quarterbacks that would suck way more than than Chase Daniel would. So Yeah. He knows the offense, man. He knows Swaggy and Aggie for years in Kansas City. Yeah, his last start was like six, like five years ago. <laughs> That's true. He's only he threw, was one he, he only threw one qu- touchdown. He was career. one of the best college quarterbacks I've seen, though. He was fantastic at Missouri. Yeah. Right. I believe he's from he Texas, too. I think he's from he Missouri. He went to Missouri. Yeah, of course he was, he's from Texas. Yeah, of course yeah. he is, right? They just breed Most quarterbacks in the NFL are from Texas. <laughs> uh, and the last one we'll talk about after this long, ridiculous list of injuries is Marlon Mack. Um, yeah. Got a little banged up towards the end of the game last week. Uh, the Colts are just looking incredible. Andrew Luck. Thank the Lord he is back because I love watching him play. Not about him right now. Marlon Mack. Um, he has a week to rest up. It was a concussion. They take concussions very seriously in the NFL. Um, I mean, is he gonna is he gonna play? You think? Or this is obviously it's probably a wait and see. You know. I mean, I think it's a wait and see. But the Colts are rolling. I mean, On I fire. think they need him to play. Personally, I do. I think they need him to play. Marlon Mack has become a really integral part of their offense. Um, and, I, I mean, I think Naheem Hines is a good, you know, um, pass-catching back. But Marlon Mack has been fantastic. So, if the Colts want to continue their role I and, you know, Dennis, try to take Mom down one of those playoff spots, I think they're going to need him to play. Yeah. Personally. I mean, he's, they've been giving him the ball a lot since he's come off the... Yeah. Um, Injury early on, but I, I think the Colts will be fine, honestly, because they've they've been able to mix in Jordan Wilkins and, and Hines, um, I think, like pr- pretty well, actually, even when Mac has played, depending on game flow, and they've won a bunch in the past few games. So I don't know if you would necessarily start them in fantasy, but I don't think it it, it hurt, doesn't hurt Andrew Luck, I don't believe, or any of the receivers. No, yeah, I don't think it hurts any of them any, at all. I think it hurts the Colts, but I don't think it I think it affects the Colts' team. But because he is definitely a better, he is a step up on their running backs. But yeah. which I never thought I'd say that, but it's true. Right. <laughs> uh, and now, after all of those sor- sorrowful, sorrowful notes, I guess injuries, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, uh, we'll transition into the news. Um, there's actually been some pretty big news the past couple days. Uh, first one, um, I mean, this one, I guess it was kind of 
This isn't that big of news. It's, is this recent also, though? Or it, I feel like I read this, like, years ago. It is, but, I mean, I feel like it is deja vu, because it did happen exactly last year. Maybe even the year before as well. Um, Blake Bortles is benched. Uh, Cody Kessler is the starter. Good um, upgrade on the offseason, it, Tom Paul. It does, nothing, yeah, it does no. nothing for the wide receivers, in my opinion. But another big piece of news of that is Leonard Fournette is suspended. So, in my opinion, I think TJ Yeldon is a running back two, potentially flirting with a very, very low running back one. And I know that's a bold statement, but... No, it's not. I don't I think it's bold at all. <laughs> I strongly agree that Yeldon is going to tear it up this week. Yeah, Yeldon without Fournette early in the season. We talked about this last episode. Yeldon was a top 12. He was a running back one uh, for the first four weeks of the season. Um, you know, so I see no reason why he wouldn't be going forward. He can catch the ball. He is one of the best pass-catching backs in the NFL, so I really don't see any reason with that. And if Cody Kessler is the uh, quarterback, I see him checking it down to a running back as much as possible. But the one thing I'll note, and this has nothing to do with fantasy, it's purely just stupidity, <laughs> is the friggin' Jaguars signing him to a three-year, $54 million extension past offseason after bringing them to the playoffs for the first time in however many years, 10 years, instead of whatever, nine years. Guys, we, we've been down this road before. What on earth would make you think signing him to an extension for that much and for three years is that is a good idea? Like, I just, I, I want to ask because I want to know. We'll, we'll wait. It reminds me of, <laughs> it reminds me of this, of a similar blackout when Joe Flacco had like 12 yeah. touchdowns and yep. no interceptions during the playoffs and they won the Super Bowl. And they're like, oh, guess what? We got 20 million a year just waiting for you here. Do you want to sign this contract? Yes. And he was like, wait. Of course I do. I just I don't know if I'm going to be able to per, to perform up to that you know that ability ever again. But we're going to pay me based on what I did in this past postseason, right? Just like the Jaguars. Are you kidding me? And then you don't even upgrade at the position, and you get Cody Kessler from the scrap heap Browns. He was the seventh string quarterback. I'm sorry. Notice notice how all these guys that we're mentioning, um, and I just I really want to point it out. I'm not gonna we're not gonna get much into it or at all actually. Uh, Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. Thank you. Finally, I mean, we I'm need just, to mention that. I'm just throwing it out there that he <laughs> he should be starting on like 15 teams in the at NFL. At least, at least half the teams in the NFL. At least uh, he's completely blacklisted. Like yeah. he's he's the Al Black, Capone <laughs> of the NFL. Black, yeah, like he, it's unbelievable it's, the fact that he still isn't on an NFL team. It's sad, uh, but I mean, I'm just I just wanted to throw that out there. We don't. Yeah. No, let's not give him a tryout. Let's just give uh, Blake, Blake an extension. Wait, was just, it, who was it recently? There was a team that signed a backup quarterback recently that I sat there and I was like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> like, wait, the Bills the Bills signed Matt Barkley and he came in and destroyed the Jets. Okay, yeah, well, thanks. He wasn't on a team. He wasn't on a team. That's not who I was talking about. I was talking about a guy, like, I didn't even know who the backup quarterback they signed was. I didn't even know who it was. Nick Mullins. Like, well, <laughs> another one. Yeah. Derek Anderson, hey, I think, was bagging groceries. All I'll days. say, all I'll say, is that these contracts that keep giving out to these quarterbacks that don't deserve them. But not only that, it not only do they not deserve them, but it's increasing the value of actually good quarterbacks and how much they need to now get paid. It's just okay. It's, Sam, time, Sam Bradford is the reason. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> no Flacco is the reason. No, actually, well, Flacco won a Super Bowl. Sam Bradford just keeps getting hurt no, and hurt, and he still gets he still gets paid. <laughs> The thing Jamar- is, is Jamarcus like, Russell is the reason. Oh Jamarcus. god! Well, that was a con- that was that was the initial rookie contract. God, that was <laughs> that was the idiots who decided to make rookies the freaking wealthiest people. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, Sam Bradford was the last. I think. I think Sam, Sam Bradford, Bradford was correct was the last yeah. one to get a forty-nine million dollar signing bonus <gasps> for not even playing a snap. For not. <laughs> That's pretty good. 
it's amazing. I mean, it's amazing. I can see how there might be some animosity amongst the uh, veterans on the team. Uh, I'd be pissed. Um, anything else about the Jags? I mean, this week uh, I start yelled in. People are asking about Carlos Hyde. How do you? Oh yeah, oh, I forgot about Carlos Hyde. <laughs> right? I mean, Carlos Hyde is still there. So did the Jaguars after they I, signed him. They're pl- yeah, there you go. I like that. I, I mean, I, but actually, yeah. I mean, I mean, Carlos. No, Carlos Hyde does not think does not stink. Carlos Hyde does not stink. They're just he like stinks the Jaguars the stink. and he stinks in the Browns. <laughs> what? <laughs> Carlos Hyde was having a pretty good. Start he was having with a the decent Browns. season, yeah. Yeah, kinda, he was having a good start with yeah. the Browns. All right, let's not get carried away here, guys. My my point my point is that <laughs> Jaguars are a dumpster fire. Okay, they are a dumpster fire. Sure. Which yeah. at least really they, have nice, they were. At least they have nice weather in Jacksonville. They were well, yeah. They were heading in such a great direction as a team, and then uh, they're all getting fired. I mean, there's no way they're not. And so is hopefully so is Todd Bowles. See you, dude. I mean, just just you don't belong on my team anymore. <sighs> I can't wait for Black Monday. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Crazy. Um, Rex Burkhead is back off the IR. Um, how do we how do we feel about that? I mean, I. I don't think it will affect James White and Sonny Michelle that much. Now, the Patriots, what I like about the Patriots, though, is that they use their running backs. Like, they, the timeshare is is there, but yeah. Sonny Michelle and – I mean, James White is by far – James White like, had a down week this past week, though. He, he the did last have two he, games. The last yeah. two games he had two down weeks yes, in a row. But Sonny Michelle was still – well, and here's the thing. So Sonny Michelle was also out one of those weeks too, right, I believe? So it's like he's this, been back to the last two, but he just looked back up to snuff this past. Well, exactly, game I'm saying. Him. So it's like when they're that both dude. playing well, they is it are they feeding off each other? You know what I mean? But I I was game still, slow. They didn't need to pass against the Jets, ex- honestly. Exactly. The offense didn't look prolific, but exactly. I mean, they handed the ball off more than half the game. So, but I don't I don't think it'll take a. I mean, you're still starting Sonny Michelle. You're still going to start James White, Rex Burkhead. You're obviously not going to start him, but it's just yeah. it's just worth noting. Mm-hmm. That he that he is back. It's a wait and yeah. see. It's a wait and, and see. Patriots are weird. Conference. Patriots are super weird with how they use people. So at this point, I would still go with the hot hands until something changes. Yeah. Um. And the last bit of news uh, that is it's pretty important. We just mentioned Joe Flacco, uh, who is still a little banged up, or he could be healthy. We don't know. Um. Lamar Jackson though is two and zero. Oh. <laughs> And he's he's playing pretty he's playing decent. I mean he's not playing great, but I I don't see him as a fantasy starter just yet. He's yet to throw for over a hundred yards. I think the first game was 150. Mind you, he rushed for 116 yards. And then the last game he I think he threw for 178, one touchdown, but two interceptions. He has he has almost 200 yards rushing in the last two weeks. <laughs> I mean that I mean, is awesome. That is pretty cool. What the hell? <laughs> He's fun to watch when he takes off. I can't off. even get that for my starting running backs. <laughs> I know, it's pretty I mean, good. He can't throw. He's complete. I mean, granted, if they reduce him to under 20 passing attempts, he's fine. Okay? Because if, if they keep him under 20 passing attempts and he runs the ball, maybe. He ran the ball 26 times against the Bengals. 26 times. That is <sighs> already waiting to happen. That is waiting to happen. Um, I feel like he's a little bit bigger and probably stronger than RG3. Not really. I mean, I don't know. RG3 looked tiny out there. <laughs> they're similar size. They're both frail. So I, I just, I, but I think if they do keep him under 20 carry, uh, 20 passing attempts, let him run the ball 10 to 12 times a game, and then they run the ball like the rest of the way, I think they'll be fine. But 
but I just I just thought it was worth noting, you know, that because people are talking, oh, should I stream Lamar Jackson or I I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not okay, buying so, it. So another thing I'll point out is if I if I see one more thing from people saying, oh, if you're in a super flex league or in a, in a super flex league, you always start the quarterback. And I would I would start Lamar Jackson over the likes of a you know certain running back or certain wide receiver. I disagree. Wrong. Yeah, because you if you would have started Matthew Stafford, you would have done great. Yeah. You're completely wrong. I, I do not agree with that methodology whatsoever. You start the best player, and you start the guy who's going to score you the most points in a certain situation. You do not just start the quarterback because he throws the ball the most times. <laughs> Unless you have because Mahomes in golf. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm sick. I'm sick of seeing those ones. We're like, well, should I? You know, should I start? Uh, you know, someone like Lamar Jackson as my quarterback too in a superflex? Unless he's your only option, no. I, I mean, like, uh, there's so many better options. I feel like out there, especially because he's so interception thro- uh, prone. So no, I'm sick of that question. That that question really bothers me, and that that uh, that topic really bothers me about superflex and always starting the quarterback too. Never, so. never done a superflex. I have. It's it's super interesting. So, uh, ooh. Yeah. If you if you'll pardon the pun. You know, another <laughs> thing is is the last two games that Lamar Jackson has played. Gus Edwards has 100 yard, 115 yards rushing in both of them. Hmm. Yeah. Coincidence. So. Yeah, he has over you know he has over 230 total yards rushing uh, the last two games with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. What the hell are the Ravens doing? <laughs> I don't know, but they're starting a kid who's actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, and I believe that's it for news. I don't I don't think there was anything else that really you know stood out as far as you know guys being benched, starting, what have you. Um, we will now transition into a brand new segment you know that are uh, that my brother your cousin i guess you know obviously uh same mother you know different <laughs> different fathers but but the same um he's got a brand new segment for us uh why don't you tell us what it is their brother thank you very much very excited to uh you know un- unveil it at this time of the year T- tis the season you know, it's my my favorite time of the year, and there's nothing better to me than being in New York City during Christmas time. Oh. Christmas time to me, I consider. I don't know how how you guys look at this, but I have a lot of debate with my wife about it. It's the day after Halloween, and it's up until New Year's Day. Wow. Um, I mean, that's that's Christmas time to me. It includes whole, Thanksgiving and it includes New Year's. That's Eve. a whole debate. Tweet us. Let us know what you guys think about that. <laughs> I can have an entire conversation debates about that. So, you know, tis the season, most rocking time of the year, like I was saying. I want to highlight some players this past week with unexpected performances. The surprise is terrible. I hope it'll last. So don't mind my singing, but, you know, I felt it was a fun way to introduce the players considering the time of year and all. And and if you've listened before, you probably heard the first one. It's a little obvious, but ain't that the Marius, the Marius, the Marius, it's the Marius. He came out of nowhere this week. Did you guys watch the game on Monday Night Football? I did. Uh, yes, had, I did actually, because Johnny Smith. <laughs> Johnny Smith, <laughs> one catch, one touchdown, and disappeared. Who cares? Demarius <laughs> actually came out of nowhere to put up two touchdowns. I couldn't believe it. he literally had three targets combined in the last two games going into Monday night. He caught four or five targets, only thirty-eight yards, mind you. Who cares? But he found pay dirt twice. Two touchdowns. He finished as the thirteenth-ranked receiver in PPR. Love it. And here's my question for you guys: Is he is he a top twenty moving forward? So clearly, if the if the I mean the tight the not the Titans the Texans are by far like the hottest one of the hottest teams in the NFL, yeah. if not the AFC, it's like itself. But 
the way that they look last night, because they knocked off the Titans. I mean, and the Titans were apparently, you know, surging and doing doing what they need to to obviously make the playoffs and win that division. But, but Titan, I mean, mind you, Lamar Miller, if he didn't have that 97-yard freaking run, oh. he didn't do crap. He, you know? So they definitely like to pass the ball with Deshaun Watson, obviously. Um, I think Demarius, I don't know about a top 20. I think that's a bold statement. I would definitely say he's a start. He's probably a low-end wide receiver two, flirting wide receiver three um, for me. I would say maybe definitely top 30, probably top 25. Okay, so next week he has the Cleveland Browns who are giving up, what, 284 yards through the air. So that's awesome. Yeah, no, but yeah, their defense, their rush defense is good. Their pass defense has been abysmal this yeah. year. Um, they're giving up two, uh, 285 yards. They're one of the worst pass defenses in the league. That means then they, more for DeAndre. But then they move on to Indianapolis. So Indianapolis is more in the middle of the road, 254, 255 yards per game. Um, but it's more based on touchdown potential with Demarius at this point. He's not going to stretch the field like he used to. He is a possession receiver. That is what he is good for. His his new he used to be a do it all wide receiver. Uh, at this stage in his career, he's going to be from the twenty yard line in. That's where he's going to do most of his damage. So he is a possession receiver, and I see no reason that against Cleveland, Indianapolis, the Jets, Philly, that he can't put up fifteen points a game in any of those games. I, I just don't see a reason why he couldn't. I, I think he's good for four receptions, forty yards, and potentially a touchdown in any of those games. No. Which is which is pretty solid for a wide receiver two potential flex, and I mean, I don't disagree with anything I'm saying. With anything you're saying, the thing is, Kiki, he when he's Kiki when he's healthy, he has he has become his second favorite target for Deshaun Watson. But yeah. can he stay healthy? And now, how much trust are they going to have? So I think at a minimum, as what you were saying, he's definitely earned some trust and more targets moving forward from Deshaun Watson. A big game, Monday Night Football, spotlight, two touchdowns. So good for him. He's gonna have some confidence. Moving on to the second player. See if you can see if you can pick out this song. So it's Amari. And what has he done? Love it. Another performance. But will this be the only one? Wow. Nine catches for a combined 110-ish yards over his last two games before Thanksgiving. On Turkey Day, completely explodes against the skins in front of millions of Raider fans, mind you. They they get to see what could have been. I mean, but but we've seen this before, though, because he's had some monster games. I remember last year when they played the Chiefs, I think it was on Thursday night, when he had 300 yards receiving and three touchdowns. Yeah. He had eight catches, 180 yards, two touchdowns. He was the number one wide receiver this week. Will he continue this moving forward? I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to put up these numbers again. Um, clearly, a change of atmosphere for him is looking fantastic. Uh, in Dallas, I am a Cowboys fan. Um, I did want them to lose this year, uh, s- you know, selfishly, so that we could get a good draft pick next year. Um, that is obviously not the case anymore because oh, they traded that for Amari. <laughs> so let's, you know, screw it. Why not go for the playoffs? You know what I mean? I mean, that division is theirs to lose. Like they, um, I think Amari is easily a top 20, could finish top 15. Uh, I, they're, they love their throw, they're, they're, they're peppering him with targets. Dak loves to throw to him. It's so odd because he kind of played like almost like a similar role as Dez ish. You know what I mean? He's not blazing speed or anything like that. He is a great route runner, but he seems to be catching the ball a lot, which is 
which is very yeah. odd. You know, this is Winnie the Pooh clubs that we talked about all season long. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he keeps it up, but does he put up numbers like that? Uh, probably not. I mean, one of them was a ridiculous play where he broke a nice tackle and then boom. Yeah. Eight for eight for 180 and two touchdowns is pretty sweet. I mean, that's um, pretty freaking you know, awesome. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy to me. The, what I'll say about this is that since Amari's come to town, uh, Dak's been pretty good. I mean, Dak's been much more efficient. He's put up, uh, you know, 270 through the air against Philly, 289 through the air against Washington, and they won three in a row. Okay, so Amari has had some type of impact. If you go through Amari's last, uh, his first four games since joining uh, the Cowboys, eight targets, ten targets, five targets, nine targets. He's getting targeted more, and he's catching a, a decent amount of those targets. Um, when, you know, he's he's going to have his drops. Amari does have his drops. There's no doubt about that. But if you go through their next four games, New Orleans, bottom five, bottom five in the league. Philadelphia, bottom five in the league. Indianapolis, bottom ten in the league. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, bottom five in the league. Worst. They're, they yeah. are going up against four pretty miserable secondaries over the next four weeks. So would Amari, could Amari Cooper actually have an impact in those next four weeks? Absolutely. Yeah. Granted, Marshawn Lattimore is next week, who... Marshawn's tough, but Marshawn hasn't been great this year. He's come I back mean, down to earth so much yeah, this year. Cornerback, cornerback play this year has been pretty awful. I mean, there's been a few cornerbacks that have really stepped up and elevated their games. Tredavious White, for example. But oh, there have been cornerbacks... It. There have been quarterbacks who have come back down to earth completely. Jalen Ramsey being one of them. So, oh, he stinks this year. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like so. The thing is, it's like each matchup. Yes, I know you have your star cornerbacks, but I think I, I have no reason to think Amari, like Demarius, you know, isn't going up against these bottom four defenses. I, I don't think that I would have any problem starting him as my wide receiver too. I guess so. Well said. Well said. I'm glad you guys were prepared with the facts. Always. Oh, Going Always a little more, in, in, going a little more instinctively over here, off, off the cuff with some of my, some of my information for these guys. So, all right, and and to the third one, and I want to just give a quick shout out to all my, uh, to all my, to all my Boston friends and and family. You may, you may not, you may not want to really talk to me as as much after this one, but um, th- this one, this one is going out to you guys. And after 12 games this season, Tom Brady threw to me only nine TDs, good for 15th in the league. Wow, I like that. That's good. Did you do that Play while you were pooping? I'm not <laughs> I have many outlets for, for my creative, you know, creativity. The, the Fantasy Fam Christmas album will be released in a that couple weeks. That being one of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to make a 12 days of Christmas for uh, for fantasy though. That, that that's for sure. Wow, love it. Cl- closing it out with my with my my favorite Michigan quarterback here here Tom Brady. Um, this week he was the 17th quarterback in PPR. Um, he was clearly a top three to top five ranking play against the Jets. I mean he passed for 283 yards and two TDs. Not terrible, but if you're drafting this guy as as a top five quarterback, I mean in these must win games of the season. Lamar Jackson and Chase Daniel both put up more points than him. You could have traded this dude for a potential RB2 wide receiver two a couple weeks ago and started one of those guys and actually benefited exponentially, honestly. Why would you go is the question, I guess. It's crazy. (laughs) After 12 weeks, he's only QB number 14, which alludes to the point that I know, Kyle, you make a lot. We talk about this, that you don't need to draft a quarterback early early in the draft at all because this guy's disappointing you. And even Deshaun Watson, he had a great game last night, but 
I think he's he's had some pretty horrific weeks, honestly. And he was the first quarterback taken in many leagues. Russell's come back the last last few games as well, but I mean the Mahomes is of the world. He was drafted in the tenth, eleventh, twelfth round. So it's unbelievable. The last thing I want to say about this too is he has not gone over twenty points since week seven when he wow. played in the city of, when he played in the city of deep dish lasagna. It's delicious. But it's not pizza. I'm sorry, but all questions must be submitted. Deep dish lasagna. How do you guys lasagna. feel about lasagna? Oh, I do love lasagna. But it's 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 not deep dish lasagna. It's it's okay. It's a meal though. It's not pizza though. It's That's like a casserole. I, yeah, it's yeah, like a casserole it's not or like pizza. a lasagna. It's like a frittata. Lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an oversized it's like frittata. Like a quiche. It's like a dough a doughy quiche. <laughs> yeah, which is delicious. I enjoyed it, but you, I mean, to me, pizza you, you just you fold it up and you walk down the streets. You don't you only like get a knife and fork and cut it up and like shovel it out like an apple pie scoop. Like delicious though, delicious though. Delicious. It's powdered sugar. It's delicious. I really just want to highlight the fact that you could draft a quarterback at any point. I mean, obviously, if you have conviction. And then more of a shout-out to, you know, some people. Some people in the New England area as well. You know, Tom Brady, how's he, it, how's it going so far in fantasy? He does. Whenever they play the Jets, surprisingly, the Jets actually give them a tough time, though. In, they always do it. Especially when it's East in East Rutherford. In, exactly. Yeah, it's when it's weird. in New Jersey, it always is. That's, yeah, that's very odd. But I mean, they still got the one. They still got the win. But that is that is very interesting about Tom Brady because he was yeah, easily right, easily top five quarterback drafted. Yeah, yeah, he's he's struggled this year. He has what five weeks I think outside of uh, twenty points in any of those games. It's almost That's, it's, it's almost uncanny like, actually. He's he's going to be a good quarterback. He's going to get wins for the teams. He's going to take them to the playoffs till he retires. Super Bowl, you know what I mean, contender. But it's almost like. Is he not becoming a fantasy? I mean, obviously there's, you know what I mean. He's still fantasy relevant, well, his but weapon, it's like fantasy his weapons start. have his weapons have dwindled though this year because think about it. Edelman was gone for the first four games. Yeah, he lost he lost somebody like Burkett early on. Gronk has missed a lot of time this, this year. A lot of flux. You add Josh well, Gordon. You well, do they're Chris also Hogan running. Stakes. They're also running the ball. I guess a lot more too. Yeah, you know, maybe saving him a little bit. So a lot of yeah. a lot of factors. All great points. All great points. All great factors. points. Um, love this, love the segment, brother. That was great. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, Gus. I'm here for you. I appreciate it. Um, now we will, uh, you know, dive right into uh, some questions that we also did, I believe, either last week or the week before, uh, from a couple of my buddies, and uh, you know, some questions from Twitter as well. Uh, so the first one is pick two wide receivers from uh from my buddy Steve. Uh, he's got Juju's Juju, who I think I mean uh, he's a yeah must it's start, a must start. Obviously. I don't care who the other two are. It's Juju exactly. <laughs> um, or Emmanuel oh. Sanders or Kenny Hotel Motel Galladay Inn. Yeah, um, that's that's a tough that's a tough one because I want to say Galladay, but I'm actually probably going to say Emmanuel Sanders. Um, Sanders Emmanuel Sanders has been good. He's been good. Every week, and they're going up against the Bengals, who let up a ton of receiving yards, um, one of the worst in the league. So yeah, they're letting up a 292 yards through the air at the point at this point. So yeah, they, he's the lone target at this point. Herman's gone. Um, oh, yeah. our, our our boy, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Harmon, Mr. Harmon. Yeah, it's, so, it's, no. it's, yeah, it's tough to go wrong here, honestly. I think, but I'm but I'm leaning obviously in the in the in the Juju B, um, Emmanuel. Yeah. Um, side of the conversation as well. I do think Hotel Motel Galladay Ian. I think he gets a lot of targets. I mean, they are they're playing the Rams, so they're probably going to be getting destroyed. He might have a lot of garbage time, but 
I think the other two games are more competitive, and maybe uh, I think more more points go to those two. Yeah, it also has to rely on Matthew Stafford producing for him in terms of touchdown potential and everything. I just, yeah, if he he go he walks out of the game with six you know six receptions for sixty yards or whatever, wonderful. But I just don't see any touchdown potential there, and I do with Manuel Sanders way more. Yeah, it's a tough I like one. That. It's a tough I'm gonna, one. It's I'm a good situation with, to be in. I would go with Sanders. Yeah, just for the fact that. Uh, yeah, because if Stafford sucks, which which is possibility, which is, which is a very high possibility, because Aaron Donald is probably gonna have so many sack lunches. <laughs> um, but Juju, obviously, and then what you, you all of you, all, we all agree on Sanders, yes. right? Sanders, yep. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is, I think, this one is very easy. Even if Mitchell Trubisky does not play, this makes it even easier of a, yeah. of a choice. Uh, my buddy Zach Krupka out there, uh, Jordan Howard or Gus Edwards. I, I don't even think Jordan Howard is is startable. I want to say he's yeah. droppable, but I, I feel like you can't drop him yet. I just hate I Jordan Howard. I, just I have no confidence in starting stinks. Jordan Howard whatsoever. I mean, yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore's. Uh, I mean, Atlanta's. Baltimore's playing Atlanta. Was letting up 124 yards on the ground. The Giants um, are letting up. It doesn't even matter. 125 on the ground, so it's similar numbers in terms of the defense, uh, the defense against the run, um, but in terms of just overall production and what they're capable of at this point, it, I yeah, it's Gus Edwards. Jordan Howard, I think, is averaging like two yards a carry. <laughs> he it, just doesn't it, look good. He like does not look I feel good. Like he's, he's averaging two points per week for me at this point. So um, he yeah. got me 1.5 points last week. Thank God I won, <laughs> but he got me. See? Yeah, I took the over there. Sorry. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Gus, um, Gus, going Gus, Gus as well. This is my yes. other buddy Zach out there, Zacharias. I know you, Zach, Zachariah Levy. That's right, Eugene Levy's son. He's really not, but you know, <laughs> that's the joke I'll make. I'll keep it uh, PG. Uh, Josh Adams or Jordan Howard? Easy, Josh. Adams. Josh Adams. Easy as well. Josh Easy Adams, well. you know. Josh Adams is getting a. He's getting a lot of opportunities and he's making the most of them. He's he been looks efficient. pretty good. Out he's this. been efficient. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's been efficient, and I, yeah, I don't see that stopping. What is this? The Jordan Howard questions, question and answer show? People, people just, people people just don't want to start Jordan Howard. Uh, they, we're, we're telling you not to. Maybe they need yeah. justification of hearing, okay, yeah. he sucks. <laughs> yeah, don't start him. Hearing right, professionals discuss yeah. it on a recorded you know, podcast. I won't, I won't start him. Um, and here's the last one. Uh, my buddy Colton um, with Jordan Howard, I guess. Oh, I'm not even, it's it's TJ oh. Yeldon, like we just mentioned. He said, yeah, TJ, TJ Yeldon. you're starting Yeldon with confidence, obviously. Absolutely. Who cares about Carlos Hyde? I'm not scared of Carlos Hyde. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, as you should be at this. You're it's starting TJ not... Yeldon. Yeah. <laughs> Without Completely. a doubt. I think I even saw Yeldon available in one league I'm in. Yeah, you can get two receptions. That's just wonderful about him. No, I'm saying, like, he's available. Like, how is he not, like, what? off the waiver? Yeah. Weird. Whatever. Um, this one is actually a defensive question, and it's pretty interesting because if you, they both are very similar in rank. Um, Seattle at home against the Niners, or Miami home against Buffalo. That's that's kind of tough. No, I'm I'm I don't think it's actually that tough. If Miami was uh, playing in Buffalo, then I would definitely no, lean towards Seattle. I'm I'm very very big on Seattle with this one because. Josh Allen is not bad. He's not. He's <laughs> like is, the number three quarterback. Also, yeah, he had 100 yards rushing, and he's not very efficient through the air, but he does have a ridiculous arm to the point where he's getting you, you know, 10 completions for 200 yards. 
I mean, but I think I think Buffalo's offense with Josh Allen is worlds better than any other player, um, than any other quarterback that could possibly start. And I, I mean, Miami's defense isn't great to begin with, and Seattle's is much better than that. And San Francisco's offense is, is much worse. Seattle, so I'm going, Seattle's defense is still top fifteen. They are. It's in, it's in Seattle. Too. It's in Seattle too. It's in Seattle. Twelfth man. They're actually, I think, right outside the playoff picture right now. Yeah. At six and five, they like basically win. tied for the last spot. So yeah, they need to win this game. And yeah, I'm I'm firmly on Seattle with that one. Me as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll go with Seattle. Even though the past three weeks they've given up 36, 24, and 27 points. So I just. Just, I just, throwing want that out, just throwing that out there. <laughs> what have the 49ers oh, scored? <laughs> hey, the Niners, Niners, Nick and Mullins, well, he didn't, he didn't play very well the other day. The last two said, games. Yeah. So. Thanks, Obviously. Thanks, <laughs> um, so, let's go, go Seattle. Um, now we're uh, getting some questions from Twitter uh, from our boy JD at, at Coffee Bean. Um, always tweets us. Uh, we really appreciate you know you uh, reaching out to us, my man. Uh, and uh, his playoffs start this week. Um, I guess a week earlier than most leagues I've seen. Uh, but congrats on making the playoffs. Want to throw that out there. But now he's got Leonard Fournette on a suspension. So let's say he's out, right? Because chances are he probably won't win that appeal. I mean, why would he? He literally he's not like, gonna. He was throwing haymakers. It's too late to <laughs> just sit yeah. now. Just sit this week, buddy. I'm sorry. Sit this week so you're back next week. It, it's ridiculous. Um, so Lenny's out now. He's wondering Philip Lindsay or Sony PlayStation. Um, yeah, this one's not that close for me either. Um, I, I I like Sony Michelle. Do not get me wrong there. Minnesota's gonna be a tough team to go up against though. Uh, they have a fantastic rush defense. And I just don't like that there because while Sonny Michel had a really good week last week, 133 on the grounds, touchdown, uh, he's really only had four games of double-digit points in fantasy. Meanwhile, Philip Lindsay has had double digits in every single game this year but one. Um, I just feel the more consistency there with Philip Lindsay, and I feel just more comfortable starting Philip Lindsay um, against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's and, a bad defense, yeah. Yeah, Cincinnati's a bad defense all around. Um yeah, so they're they're let up 148 yards on the ground. So I don't care if Royce Freeman eats into that. I don't care what they do. Philip Lindsay's going to get his touches, and he is the most uh, honestly. I'm even. I, I will say it out loud. Besides Melvin Gordon, and maybe like Kareem Hunt this year, I think Philip Lindsay has been the most efficient running back. Can you imagine if Philip yeah. Lindsay was actually getting like 25 touches a game? What this what this kid could yeah. do? Yeah, he's averaging. I mean, yeah, he's averaging. I think like maybe. 12, 12 carries a game. He's also his efficiency <laughs> has been off the charts. Uh, he's a top. He is a running back one. He is the eleventh running back in eleventh uh, ranked running back in PPR. Do you, so far this season. Do you want to know what he's averaging yards per five point eight yards per rush per rush? That's what I'm saying. His efficiency has been so <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a reason not to play him. Um, both should, both should have good games. Um, you know, JD. I I agree. I agree with you, Keele. Um, I think Philip Lindsay this week. I like Philip Lindsay a lot. I think based on based on the game and the matchup too. I, I'm I'm hoping this is going to be more of a James White like Edelman, Tom Brady like you know dump off kind of game. Oh, I hope Edelman. <laughs> um, I'm not sure they're going to be able to to run the ball, but he also might score two or three touchdowns from the from the goal line. But Lind, Lindsay has definitely been more consistent. I think. Um, 
it's like a hair favorite in Lin- to to Lindsay, honestly. But that uh, that's a tough call, though. It's a good situation to be in. I mean, you should yeah, see it's... this. You should see this dude's roster. I think you've seen it. It's it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. literally it's ridiculous. And then his other question is, um, do you dare to start Josh Gordon over T. Y. Hilton? Um, no. I'm gonna I say don't. no. If it was a couple weeks ago, yes. But yeah. T. Y. Hilton has been the T. Y. Hilton that we all love and missed for the past two weeks. He has been. I think he's had over like 300, like close to 300 yards the past two weeks, and like. 17 catch a ridiculous amount so T.Y. Yeah, Hilton, he has he has 355 or so yards the past three weeks yeah so uh, start T.Y. Yeah. Hilton with confidence uh, Josh Gordon should have a decent game maybe they're playing you know like you said Minnesota so and Jacksonville has Jacksonville's still a very good pass defense but there's they've moved down a little bit they were allowing like 190 yards per game at one point now they're allowing just over 205 206 yards per game so it's Andrew Luck and it's Andrew Luck too <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm firmly behind T.Y. Hilton. That you know, I, Josh Gordon is more touchdown um, at this. Point. Yeah, I I, I want to say he's more touchdown dependent, but I think he could get his targets. But if Edelman is is there and Gronk is back healthy, I think Gordon the, takes a step back. Exactly. The thing is with the Colts is Andrew Luck is going to throw to T.Y. Hilton now. Like he's clearly throwing yeah. to him. Tom Brady yeah. spreads the ball around too much. Yeah. Um, we did just get one more. We just uh, actually just got a, a tweet um, at Fantasy or FF Blues Brother. Thank you, my man. Um, I know there's a bunch of other people uh, you also tagged on this as well. Um, he's got a week 13 flex dilemma, and he's wondering who's the best play this week. Uh, Marlon Mack, Duke Johnson, Gus Edwards, or I guess Carlos Hyde. Jordan Reed or D.D. Westbrook? Like okay, that's a lot of options. But he kind of put them at the bottom, you know. Um, if Marlon Mack plays, I, I would I would definitely go Marlon Mack. Yeah, I'm I'm behind Just Mack. Just if he plays. Mack plays. If Mack if Mack plays, it's Mack. If he does not play, it's Gus Edwards. Yeah, agreed. That's where I'm at right now. Duke's been too inconsistent, honestly. With, yeah. With, with Baker like hitting on all cylinders right now, they're actually throwing the ball down the field. He yeah. hasn't really had to check it off. Check it down too often, so. Yeah, I'm I'm behind um, Gus Edwards. I think he's gonna keep up, and if he, even if he doesn't put up 120 yards on the ground again, um, I still think he's gonna be pretty hyper efficient. I think I like Gus actually. Yeah. Jacksonville's like run D is still not terrible. They might get some pressure. I mean, Andrew Luck is he's incredible right now, but I might be slightly favored to, to Gus as well. Mm. Yeah, I like I like Gus Edwards. If my, if Mac plays, I'm still a little bit leaning more towards Mac, um, but. If if he doesn't play, then it's totally Gus Edwards. All right, awesome. Thank you for that question. Appreciate yeah, all you. these questions. You know, um, obviously you can reach us. You know, we're on Twitter uh, at the Fantasy Fam. Shoot us questions whenever whenever you want. You know, we're here for you guys. Yeah, these uh, poll things are my new favorite thing. I mean, I love them. That they oh, they're we great. Get polls, we get polls all the time, and sometimes they're kind of obvious but hey maybe it's not obvious to everyone exactly I mean, right or maybe they need yeah. justification you know like yeah the, they, exactly that's what i think it is it's they they need the justification so they put the polls out there and say who i just want to know i'm making the right choice like the, yeah, jordan, yeah. Like the jordan howard thoughts? owners out there like jordan howard yeah oh god um and to uh to finish this uh this awesome episode uh the, the could be our last one of uh november we don't know yet um Waiver ads for this week. Um, obviously, Austin Eckler, if he's not owned in your league, you are not in a good league. You're, you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, you are, you are very you are lucky. lucky. 
Um, so obviously yeah. he's the main one, but chances are he's not going to be there. Um, uh, Justin Jackson, how do you yeah. how do you guys feel about him? You know, I mean, Austin Eckler's not going to get 25 carries. It's more, I think, going to benefit receivers for the Chargers if Melvin Gordon's out. Um, I think they're going to benefit more because Philip Rivers is going to throw the ball more. But Justin Jackson could look at 12 to, you know, 12 rushes, rushing attempts in, in a game. I, I don't know. I don't want to say that's, a um, you know, definite, but it's a possibility. Eckler got the ball when Melvin Gordon was playing. No, no, I know. Yeah, it's true. But, but I'm saying it's... So, I'm kind of like agreeing, but I'm yeah. just saying, they've always kind of used both running backs, honestly. That's true. Yeah, that's so. true. And I mean, Justin Jackson did look pretty good. Seven carries for fifty-seven yards. So that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty solid. I'm really, I'm really pissed about what they did with Melvin Gordon. They put him back in after he was hurt. Yeah. Didn't they? That's awful. Right? Did they put him back in after he was hurt? I don't know, man. That's not good. Like, was it him? No, there was. Who was it? One of the someone one of the running backs got hurt this past week. I thought it was Melvin Gordon that they were hurt and they decided to stay stick with them and put him back in, and he ended up still being hurt. I forget who it was. I, it might not have been Melvin. Don't 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 quote me on that one. But yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's there was a running back who got hurt during the game, and they ended up um, putting them back in, and they were actually hurt in the end. So anyway, continue. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I like Justin Jackson this week, especially if you. You know, are are Melvin Gordon a Gordon owner? You know, someone that needs someone to fill in because I'm I'm starting Justin Jackson probably over someone like Jordan Howard, um, <laughs> Derrick Henry, uh, Carlos Hyde. Even I would start Justin Jackson over those guys. And if you have Howard, chances are you probably drafted him as your running back two, or depending on how you drafted, he could have even been your running back one. <laughs> You know, so I think with confidence, I would start just like even Justin Jackson had like a better game, like just in that one little game than Jordan Howard's had like all season. They're a good team, though. That's <laughs> too that helps. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the yeah. Bears are a good team, too. But the Bears are a good team. I'm not saying that. But yeah, I'm not saying that. It's just the, the Chargers are really, really good. <laughs> I mean, very good. They are good. Yeah. Um, Marlon Mack, so he may not play this week. Uh, Naeem Hines or Jordan Wilkins? Who do you who do you guys like? You know, both of them. Naeem Hines. If 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 Marlon Mack doesn't play, I think they're going to pass the ball more than they're going to run the ball. I think Naeem Hines is going to be a receiving back out of the backfield. I like it. All right, Wilkins. He actually hasn't looked terrible. No, he's looked pretty elusive when they give him the ball. Um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, they really didn't. When Mac was out for the first like half of the season, they they didn't try to establish the run like at all. Mm-hmm. Which again, you know, they're playing Jacksonville. It's a big game, so could those two guys definitely look at Naeem Hines? You like more PPR, especially uh, this one in particular. I know people are going to be like, "Oh my God, I got to go get him! I got to pick him up!" Legarrette Blount. We've no. seen this before. I. Gosh. I'm Touchdown f- dependent. Unless, unless you really, really need a running back, I like Justin Jackson. I like Naeem Hines. I like Wilkins even more than Legarrette Blount. Yeah, this week especially. He, he, Blount. Is touch- Blount. Blount. <laughs> he is touchdown. Blount. He is a hundred percent touchdown dependent. Um, yeah, he two touchdowns awesome this past week. However, they were goal line touchdowns. Or, they're playing. You know, he red had like zone forty touchdowns. yards and like two. Touchdowns. Yeah, they yeah. were red zone touchdowns. <laughs> So they're playing. They are playing the Rams, which means they will be losing. <laughs> That's that is correct. So Legarrette Blount will not be playing that much. Agreed. So I I I don't Theo. 
Theoretic, exactly. Obviously, if he's out there, pick him up. Chances are he probably is off the waiver. I haven't seen him on waiver in any leagues I'm in. Um, I just wanted to mention him so that everybody could listen and be like, oh, my God, I'm going to pick – wait, no, I'm not going to pick him up this week. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's that. just I don't have confidence. And from you guys, you seem like you don't have confidence in him either. Nope. Um, Josh Reynolds is a guy that we've been mentioning for the past couple weeks. Yep. I am yep. absolutely in love with Josh Reynolds. I'm pissed I didn't get him in more leagues. Uh, I started him a couple weeks ago in one. Um and if you took my advice, hopefully you did last week and you picked him up on the bye week. A freaking guy in, in the league we're in together, brother, picked him up and stashed him on the freaking bench. J.O., you jerk. Uh, <laughs> so Josh Reynolds, he's probably owned a lot more, like I think like more than 60% probably in ESPN and CBS. Uh, but definitely go out, and he you can definitely start him with confidence, in my opinion, because Jared Goff likes to spread the ball. So... Uh, two more wide receivers to look at. Um, we are going to mention the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Next. <laughs> they, they, they're actually not bad. What do you mean they're not Quince, bad? Quincy Anunua, I'm saying the wide receivers, or Jermaine Curse. They both actually went in double digits in PPR. Um, Jermaine Curse did have the touchdown. Anunua, I believe, was like 15, 16 points. So, I mean, if you need someone to fill in, I'm... I'm okay with picking one of those guys up. Either one. Um, I, I'm i going to go more with Jermaine Curse. I think, more than Anunua. It's kind of close because either one of them could have that, that wonderful 10-point threshold. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I'd go, I'd go Jermaine Curse. Um, they're both pretty boring. Because <laughs> he did – well, he did play with yeah. McCown last year, and he actually had a pretty good second half of the year, Jermaine. Yeah, Curse had six receptions, 66 yards, the touchdown against uh, New England. As so, a wide receiver three, I'll take it. <clears throat> yeah, if, that, if he's going to put up games like that, you know, we, we know he's capable of that. You look at the Indy game back in week six, nine receptions, 94 yards. I mean, it's he has the capability of doing it. It's just the Jets' offense has to not be, you know, bad. anemic. Yeah, bad. <laughs> That's a good word. Bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some, uh, a tight end out there that I've been still mentioning um, with, uh, with the tight ends that are just piss poor this year uh Janu smith um so i'm just gonna really quickly mention the game last night uh or the other night depending on when you're listening to this so monday night this past monday uh he had two catches for over 60 yards and a touchdown and people were wondering okay where the hell did he go who gives a crap he got you your points I mean, I guess from a fantasy perspective, I'd like to see a little bit more, you know, consistency. But if he does get me points that I need, then sure. Consistency, the yeah. past four weeks, he's had in double digits in PPR. I mean, in a game, not in... <laughs> so there's I your mean, consistency. I... <laughs> yeah, that you're right. He absolutely has. I'm not going to deny that. He's an athlete. He, he can definitely take take it 50 yards to the house, obviously. I mean, but... he's I'm an athlete. Get, I'm like, an athlete. Four points. He's I'm projected to get four points this week. So... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because all he has to do is not have a touchdown. <laughs> He's going to get you your four points. really hope That's he does good. this week. That's good. Uh, and then, obviously, we talked about, I mean, we, we try to mention, you know, some defenses out there as well. Uh, Seattle, I've seen them available in some leagues. Uh, they are playing the Niners. We just mentioned we do like them a lot this week. So if you're looking for a defense to stream. Um, and also the Broncos defense um, with the surging Broncos, uh, with that ridiculous pass rush. Yeah. Uh, on the outside, I mean, going right after Nick Mullins. 
So I could see a game where they have like seven sacks combined, maybe a couple picks. So I, I like I like those two defenses <laughs> this week. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah, that good. that wraps up that wraps up the episode. Oh my god. What a great episode. Um I still I just still can't believe the season is like we're like we're literally in playoffs. Like the playoffs are next week. <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> Holy uh, crap. It's a little daunting, but it's still awesome. Daunting. That means that means like Christmas is here and and then it's going to be summer already, like spring. I'll just jump over spring. <laughs> Christmas time means laughter, you know, toboggans in the snow. Ooh, love it. Toboggans in the snow, love it. Chances are over the next, like, month, maybe a little bit longer than a month because you heard how long my brother's Christmas is. Um, you're probably going to be hearing a lot of uh, Christmas references. Christmas time, Ooh, baby. It's just the Christmas season. Christmas references. references weekly, weekly segment. Over the, over, the pa- over the next, like, month, I would say at least a month. Even even after New Year's, screw at it. At least, at least until the dark days of February. Well, until they take the tree down, I guess, in New York City, right? <laughs> that could be a good Christmas tree. Exactly. You want to know Christmas when to stop tree. celebrating? When they take down the tree in New York City. It's from Wallkill, New York, too. <laughs> it is. Wow. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's always from it's always from either New York or somewhere else, Pennsylvania, or Pennsylvania, or yeah, Vermont, yeah. like that. We're like most states, like in Jersey. There's state. not too many trees in Jersey. Not that big. Not that big, though. No. <laughs> Pennsylvania's like half trees. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, you can find us, you know, uh, our website, thefantasyfam.com. Shoot us an email, thefantasyfam at gmail.com. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are still almost over 200 uh, followers. Uh, we're slowly getting there. Kind of hit a, l- a little bit of a halt. Uh, we're still going to do that once we get to 200 um, we're still going to give away, you know, uh, two random followers, um, uh, koozies, Fantasy Fam koozies and Fantasy Fam stickers. So please, you know, retweet, tell your friends, tell everyone, family, who cares? With that being said, uh, on, my, on behalf of myself, my brother and my wonderful cousin, this is the Fantasy Fam signing off. Mm-hmm.